Skatchel. Ominous. Don't call it a comeback. Just like Motherwell and Dundee United, we were stagnating and needed an injection of new blood. Mixed with Pat Lydon. We went for, and just like Motherwell and Dundee United, we went for something as bland and predictable as possible. <laughs> it's a podcasting hearts fan, it's Craig. Yeah, thanks. I've been a long time fan of the show. Well, for as long as it's been going. Yeah. yeah. For thanks. as long as it took until you heard that intro and suddenly went, no, no, <laughs> not a fan anymore. Made a huge mistake. <laughs> Uh, Craig will be familiar to the Terrace listeners to you out there. Also familiar to Terrace listeners, it's Robert Borthwick. Hi, hi, how you doing? And, uh, and me, who's never actually been asked to be on the Terrace, actually. Maybe you should be better. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should know more about <laughs> Scottish football. <laughs> yeah. Like like the bosses of Dundee United and Motherwell, who, when in their <laughs> extensive searches for managers, went, I've seen him before, he knows what he's doing, right? It's the same recycled names every time. Stuart McCall will be tipped for every single job in the Scottish Premiership until he dies. It's just going to happen. Uh, I th- well, I think Dundee United were really gutted that Jurgen Klopp got snapped up just before they could ah, swoop. I know, exactly. They must be seething. Surprising to go for Ancelotti, but you know, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, They've got Pat Lydon though, so... Yeah, mixed with Pat Lydon, who masterminded uh, Dundee United's single goal loss to Hart Midlothian on Sunday. Yeah, he didn't really keep up his good record against Hearts up till now, did he? Yeah, his record is alright as well. I think he's like 1-2, lost 2, drawn 2 or something like that. But, yeah. Fucking... Sounds bang average. Yeah, sounds, it does. Sounds mixy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> sounds very mixish. Exactly. Uh, but I don't know, I think I think just a 1-0 loss given how utterly terrible Dundee United have been recently is... Well, he said. I think he said after the match that they had been focusing on their defence quite a lot in the build-up to the game, which sure they didn't. They didn't concede from open play, I guess, but um, they'd done absolutely fuck all at the other end. Yeah. Just absolutely nothing. I think Billy McKay had a shot from outside the box. I don't remember him touching the ball inside the box. Other than that, ah, yeah, Billy McKay. <laughs> Forgot he was playing. Um, to be I, fair, I, uh, to be fair, Dundee United's defence does have Ryan McGowan in it, so I'd like to focus on it for a bit. Yeah, long and hard. Ah, oh, good old Gowser. Mm. He's in the same restaurant as me on Saturday. Actually, I yeah. gave him the five one. He looked a little bit bemused. <laughs> There's uh, somebody dropping in at the eating restaurants there, listeners. <laughs> uh, this has classed up the podcast immeasurably. <laughs> a steakhouse, no less. Oof. Well, as long as it's not Nando's, I suppose that's fine. <laughs> My sister's went twice, up, both times in Nando's. <laughs> yeah. I picked up a roll out of the gutter earlier. <laughs> um, it was delicious. Great. Um, yeah, because McGowan was stuck at centre half, wasn't he? Um, yes. On Saturday, yeah. Yeah, he was up against so high. He did alright, actually. I only saw half an hour of this game uh, on a break at work, but I, I, th- I thought McGowan was making charging runs. He might well have been making them from centre half. He did right towards the end of the first half. He did. He was like, "I'm going to make something happen here," and he did. I think the ball accidentally came off him, and Bodo was in an offside position, so it was quickly brought to a halt. <laughs> Which is just his normal position, I think. <laughs> yeah. uh, Bodo offside, but yeah, they had uh, Suter at right back instead, huh. and um, it was he that got done like a kipper for the penalty. So yeah, speaking of uh, of right-backs and all those things, that was our major change for this game after uh, Callum Patterson was a 
fucking idiot two weeks ago. <laughs> just an idiot in six of the games this season where he's got a book in, basically. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but Jordan McGee running free. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's well. That was his third ninety minutes in eight days. So you can kind of see why he crippled himself towards the end and couldn't move with the cramp. Um, but he did fine. He, he's still consistently saying he doesn't want to be a right back. He doesn't want to fill in. He wants to start at centre half. He feels he's ready to do that now. But performances like that are only going to help him because I thought he did great. I thought he was fine at right back. I mean, he was up against nothing basically, but he, he still got up and down the line well enough. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big firm believer in Jordan McGee. Jordan McGee effective against phantoms. Yes, exactly. <laughs> great against... Um, it's always phantoms. good to have a ghostbuster it in is. the team. It is, and he is that ghostbuster. Um, yeah. He seemed to enjoy getting shagged by Rossi towards <laughs> the end of the game as well. He absolutely I'm loved that. I'm not sure what was going on there. Have you, have you seen that? No, I haven't. Did you see seen that? Part it looked like the start of a sharpshooter. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. He obviously had cramp in the sort of groin area. Uh-huh. Um, so Igor... Wrapped, like got Jordan's legs and pushed them out and then stood in between them and sort of bounced like that to stretch his uh, to stretch his groin out and him and him and Jordan and Neil Alexander all, all had a great laugh. I'm great I'm, laugh I'm reeling, listeners. I'm reeling. If I had seen that, I don't think I'd have recovered. I've got I've got a video. It's oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll show you it sometime. But in your private collection, that, then the folder marked like taxes or something like that, <laughs> so your mum doesn't find it. No one will ever see it. Exactly. Um, yeah. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, so the the, uh, the formation in general, uh, like we said, McGee at right back. 4-4-2 uh, uh, again. Yeah, so it seems to be a bit of a... Or at least I think for the second half it was 4-4-2. It, was, it, was it maybe it's like 4-2-3-1? It, it, it was bizarre because uh, the, the first half there seemed to be points when Sol was on the right and points when Wanma was on the right. But for most of the half, I think I'm right in saying Wanma was on the right. Yeah, because Swanson was kind of playing in the number 10 instead of playing out in the wing. Yeah. Um, him and Wanma and Sol kind of interchanged quite well. Nicholson was on the left. He kind of stayed out there. Um, but yeah, Swanson was more kind of number 10 trying to get beyond the striker or strikers at the time. Um, so McGee didn't really have much support. At right back, but again, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> That's kind of a feature of our forward players, to be fair. There's not any of them that you sort of say like, "You're a winger, son. Stay in the wing. Yeah. Don't get, don't get any ideas." It, it was it was weird though because we kind of told it looked like we kind of said that to Nicholson because he he did he tried to expand the play a wee bit and stay on the the touchline, which is obviously where we got the penalty from as well. Yeah, they were looking um, to hit him across field passes because there was another one just before that, uh, just not long before the goal where he, he kind of controlled a, a, a cross field pass. So it seemed to be like a, an obvious tactic from the start. Yeah. I found that a bit, uh, Dundee United's formation a bit bizarre considering how we've played in recent weeks. We, we, we seem to be pretty strong in wide areas. And Dunyak went with, with a diamond, with a narrow diamond. Really narrow. Yeah, it was, yeah, and it was, it was really bizarre. And then towards the end of the match, when uh, Hearts had no fullbacks left and had like eight men, like, um, <clears throat> what do you call it, Moshiniwa went off, Smith came on, who's relatively untested, and Dundee United still didn't seem to want to attack us. Play with wingers, or yeah, or yeah. Like, did, attack the fullback in. They areas. actually have wingers left, aren't they all at Celtic now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apart from, apart from Aidan Connolly, so they really quietly brought him on and just sort of went, he can play on the way. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think if I was a winger at Tannadice, I'd be scared, so if I got within like eight yards of the touchline, a Celtic scout would just grab me. <laughs> yes, and me away. With a name like Aidan Connolly, I don't know how he's not already <laughs> at Celtic, to be honest with you. Just hiding in plain sight. It's a match made in heaven. Um, but he came on and then he, even he played more centrally as well, so... Yeah, and like, like I said, it was a diamond with uh, 
uh, Spittle on one side who can play as a winger and yeah. Rankin on the other side, which meant on the left side for Dundee United it was Dylan and Rankin, which was yeah Aye. just an awful left side. It really says something about your team when Sean <laughs> Dylan is the first choice left back. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed the way you emphasised the first syllable of Rankin's surname there as well. <laughs> quite, quite appropriate. <laughs> Didn't even mean it. <laughs> but, uh, from, from the way uh, Dundee United's midfield generally were treating our players, I thought they lined up in a kind of a four thug 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 <laughs> per, uh, formation. Aaron Cool. Oof, he what what looks, a wee, wee shitebag he is. Looks like David Louise wants to murder the entire world. <laughs> He's, yeah, it, just right from the first one. Even when that hasn't hit puberty yet. <laughs> um, even it's when, the only thing he hasn't hit. <laughs> even when Nicholson went down for the penalty, he rattled the ball against his stains. <laughs> from about two yards away, Cool just thought, oh well, it's a penalty now, so I can do pretty much anything. <laughs> Booted the ball off Nicholson from about a yard. Um, as yeah. a good friend of mine once said, if you're going to be caught stealing a sheep, you might as well shag it. <laughs> <laughs> you have, you keep good company. <laughs> Yeah, um, so he was he was a wee arsehole and uh, Rankin also could have been sent off at one stage. Dick. Um, who was the other one? Well, the Spittle was... Uh, Spittle was sent off. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like hit about 20 people before that happened. Yeah, angry, angry little guy. Um, and he gave away the penalty. He did, he did. Um, really clumsy. Really clumsy. Yeah, he just came just flying stupid. in. Yeah, yeah. A, a defender he is not. Um, but Nicholson, Nicholson did well in the first place. He controlled uh, Blasey's crossfield pass brilliantly and then just did what Nicholson does brilliantly he, he looked like he was going to take it down the byline cut back inside Suter like he wasn't even there and yeah Spittler was rushing back and he just Spittler arrived with that expression on his face like when you go to hit your brakes and the car just doesn't slow down quite as much as you would hope and you're like, yeah. oh. Like, oh, oh no oh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah he just careered into him um, absolute stonewaller all day long there's no complaints whatsoever and that wasn't even one of the tackles he got booked for and uh, Juanma stroked at home yeah I mean it's, it's even when Hart's got a penalty this season you seem to you're not really you don't want to celebrate it because we've missed so many of them but um, yeah that's as good a penalty as we've we've hit all season I think yeah cool I would say absolutely and Danny Swanson really wanted to take it as well but I'm guessing that Vama just played the whole uh, don't speak any English <laughs> <laughs> to be fair I'd love to see Swanson take a penalty because every time he gets over a dead ball he fucking smacks the living bejesus out of it so, I don't know why I think I think he used to take penalties for Dundee United I'm pretty sure he was their, their penalty taker um, and yeah, from set pieces, of, well, his corners weren't great, but he's got some some uh, strike on him. How many people have taken a penalty this season? We've had eight, but how many different takers have there been? There's Juan been a fair few. So Walker, Prince, Riley, sco Riley scored one. Riley scored one. Riley missed one as well um, in the League Cup, I think. Um, yeah, Plus, uh, every striker that we have on the books, I think, has <laughs> taken a penalty. Has Oshtuk ever tried and take a penalty for us? No. <laughs> No, he hasn't. Let's just leave that there. I think he'd miss terribly. Like he'd end up, well, yeah, he'd end up smashing it like about fifteen yards over the bar or something. Well, we just tell him to take it from forty yards out. <laughs> exactly. It's like it's like a like a penalty in hockey. It's just getting over it, right? Do your thing. Um, yeah, we've we've had a few a few penalties, a few penalty takers, but Hanma was desperate for that. I think Walker is the designated taker now, but he was on the bench. So, so you've hit, you've hit upon a thread and thinking about him, like trying to. Assess the mental strength of our, our our players by deciding whether or not they could take a penalty. Patterson, I don't think, could take a penalty. Well, actually, Patterson, we've had uh, shootouts in the past, and like we've been up against ten men. I'm sure this has happened twice. 
both times he's been the one that said, oh, no, I'll just, I'll just stop <laughs> because um, when it's 10, when you're against 10 men, only 10 of your guys can take a penalty. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah. Patterson puts his hand up and says, not me, thanks. <laughs> no, I'm a shite bag. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'll just be big and muscly over here. Um, Payardo, I think he would technique it into the net. Yeah, I'd like to think he'd hit a nice penalty, yeah. Ah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure, like, you know, we saw Gomez do it last year as well. Just that natural sort of footballer. Mm. I think Rossi would just glare at it until it crossed the line. <laughs> he would head at it. <laughs> he would get down on his knees and just head at it into the bottom corner. Um, yeah, I mean, it's penalty. And the referee would go, oh, excuse me, you can't. And then Rossi would look at him and go, goal, two goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, have them both. There you go. Um, I'd like to see Rossi score another goal. I like Rossi. One that matters. Yeah, not, not a sort of <laughs> complete consolation goal against Aberdeen. No. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Rossi, our, our defence, well, this might be a product of Dundee United having the ambition of a 30-year-old virgin who lives in his mum's basement. <laughs> uh, but uh, Makes you power <laughs> Makes you power But uh, yeah, the, the, the defence looking very solid, very unflustered. It's quite yeah, nice. I don't think it's just this game. I think there's been a couple of games in recent weeks. Uh, there was the clean sheet at Celtic Park. There's another one that I can't think of off the top of my head. But yeah, after going through quite a number of matches without... Uh, getting a clean sheet we seem to have sorted that out a bit more and at first I think it was a return to just like a basic 4-4-2 that brought it about um, but um, obviously we didn't start this match uh, with that formation but yeah and some of it has coincided with Rossi moving into the centre as well yeah. I don't know if it's to do with Ozturk dropping out uh, or whether it's just Rossi moving into the centre but uh, yeah Rossi, I think Rossi's had something to do with it yeah I, th- I think you can see in the, the sort of the Rossi Augustine um, partnership they've obviously been told right lads no nonsense none of your shite all we want is for you to clear the ball if it comes towards you and that's exactly what they did you could see it I mean you know where Augustine would maybe take a touch in previous weeks when he's getting chased down he just sticks out of the way you know put out for a throw in get back in get your shape back and that's it's basic defending, but it's what we needed to, to be looking at because our defence was shakier than a shite and dug for weeks. And now it's looking a lot better. And those two, Ozturk's going to find it really hard to get back in if they keep playing like that. That's the best Augustine's played for us in a, in, in a heart stop. And Rossi's just been... I mean, well, I honestly see, think he's probably been one of our best players all season. Yeah. Certainly our most consistent player. I think the catalyst wasn't so much getting rid of Ozturk, it was getting rid of an injured Ozturk. Right, yeah, which um, I think brings us to, to the grand theme of this game and probably the grand theme of our season which is our, our players just generally aren't fit Yeah, uh, and it, it doesn't seem like it's a problem with training it seems like just a lot of them are chronically unfit I, th- I think with Oshin Ewa we're unfortunate because he is genuinely I think he's just the sort of guy that's fitter than a butcher's dog but he tweaked his hamstring that's just something I think I agree with that one I do think there's maybe an issue here overall but I agree with that one I think that's just something that can happen to any player at any time yeah exactly I mean you're not you're not made out of stone your your muscles can go sometimes apparently it's not that bad it's a slight tear of the hamstring so you'll okay. do it three or four weeks it's did not he not get bad. his hamstring like kicked to fuckery against Kilmarnock probably is that not why he went down I, I don't I don't think that that really matters when it comes to a tear no, okay. no, I'm not sure. I don't know. Ask him. <laughs> I will. He'll probably answer you in great lengths. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think that one was just unfortunate. But the likes of, you know, Osman, so 
and and Juanma are both. You know, well, so's just been injury prone since he came to the club. Is that why maybe why Hearts have Osman so because he's, he's well, he injury prone. He didn't right? kick a ball for the first team at Palace because he was injured basically the whole time he was there. He was signed a wee bit late to be involved in their twenty-five man squad as well. And he obviously yeah, he, he obviously has ability. So yeah. it's maybe that maybe a fully fit Osman so would be above this level. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it, it might be that he like he. He just can't play ninety minutes, um, which I think would be supported by the fact like he's, like when he's on the park, like for the first time ever that he's on the park, he's playing as well as he's played in a Hearts jersey. Some of the wee tricks and feints that he was doing uh, at like the start of the second half, his that pace. I saw his is phenomenal. Yeah, he's great. His pace and strength to get the better of uh, Dornan a few times as well is fantastic. Right, ah, the return of Dornan. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Dernan. Um yeah, he was he was getting the better of him every time because Dernan for some reason was letting it bounce, and whenever that happens, you can just see Osman so's eyes light up because they're all you know I'm faster than you, I'm stronger than you, I'm gonna get to the ball first. So, so I I have I've been thinking about this, and I wonder whether we could solve a number of our problems at the same time by uh, going with uh, a four three three, and just like having like Kwame play the first hour, knock fuck out of the centre halves, and then like. Put so on for him to sort of like gamble in amongst the corpses. <laughs> this would also allow us to like have our wingers like push forward playing as actual wingers. Um, our midfield three might be a little stodgy, but you know we can sort of take our pick from whoever's fit out of Payardo, Gomez, uh, Wabin, Jum, uh, Swanson, even Walker uh, in a pinch. Yeah, would allow our our fullbacks to get forward when they're not injured or or suspended. Thoughts? Dundee United should have hired you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree in the slightest. I think it's been hard to. Well, I, I just don't think Juan Man and So are a great partnership. Mm-hmm. I think they could be. I think it could work because So's got the pace, uh, the ability to run in behind, and Juan Man's got the sort of brute strength. It hasn't showed yet though that they can play together. So I would like to see you know one of the two starting on current form. I'd probably start with So and then bring Juan Man. Because um, I think he's more effective from the start of the match, but I can I can totally see your way of thinking as well. Um, yeah, it would be nice to see, and it'd be nice to see the the inclusion of you know the the goal getting machine that is Billy King, um, be assists or scoring. It'd be good to see him get included again. So yeah, I I, I don't disagree with what you're saying at all. And what, what about Payardo's injury? Has has that been mentioned as to? It's not a bad one. It's not okay. No, it's it's a, a dead leg. It was a bad tackle. Because um, that's nothing to do with fitness or anything. He was he was just ended by yeah. by cool. It he was, was uh, he was, was a bad challenge. Yeah. He went over the ball. It, it was yeah. it was quite a nasty one. Um, but apparently, um, it is. It's just a dead leg, and he should be all right for Ross County on Saturday. Pat Linen so. made a comment about the time waste and after about the Hearts players sitting on the pitch uh, rather than the game uh, continuing. I was like, well, don't fucking like, don't fly into tackles and end players' matches. Then <laughs> don't batter us. Don't like. put them on the floor in the first place. <laughs> well, you know, if we want to, if we want to be, uh, you know, sort of above board about it, we can say that Miguel went off, thought he could maybe continue, went back on again, and realised quite quickly that he couldn't. Yeah. But do you think that be... was deliberate? Though? Do you think he deliberately went back on the pitch to sit yeah, on it? No, abs- I absolutely do. do you think because, so? because okay. like, well, Shanil clearly wasn't going to continue. He knew in his heart of hearts he couldn't continue. So are they going to give it like two minutes while we're down to eight outfield players while we get like a couple of substitutes ready? That would be stupid. Yeah. So Miguel being a great professional thought, no. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I'm alright and then just lie here. <laughs> I'm just going to recline. Yeah, have a wee siesta. Um, yeah, so... Yeah. 
yeah. So the, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not. It's not exactly within the spirit of the game, but don't be fucking stupid. Not, <laughs> not right. gonna, like, even Dundee United could possibly find a way to score against uh, nine, nine men. men. Yeah. Well, I don't know, we pretty much had eight or nine men at the end of the match. <laughs> Very true. Also um, fair, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, to go about your point about giving Billy King minutes, I would I would like to see that instead of like this sort of in-and-out approach to Walker, who I think, still doesn't seem to be fit. I think Billy's Billy did himself no favours with... Uh, uh, apparently fairly awful display against Kelly in the League Cup uh, apparently played really really badly in that game and he's kind of been a wee bit out of favour since then and he's now you know looking at the reality of it he's got Dario Zanata breathing down his neck as well because he's been showing some real real promise for the, the under 20s and made it onto the bench on Saturday as well is Zanata a winger? yeah alright he's, well, he's, he's sort of attacking Right, uh, just just a forward. If if it was if it was on football manager, you'd be AM RLC. <laughs> I think um, can play pretty much anywhere across that. Is there um, any chance he could do a bit of DL as well? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hopefully, because <laughs> we're going to be without Oshinira definitely on on Saturday. So, um, yeah. So I, I think Billy will get his time again. He will get more game time. He just needs to bide his time. But I'd like to see him back in there sooner rather than later because he's so brutally effective at getting results and getting goals. And, uh, you know, the excitement about Zanata, is that based on reports of his performances in the under-21s or the fact that he's got the greatest footballing name? He's got the greatest footballing name. I'm just going to go with the name, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I can't say I see much of the (laughs) under-20s. Fair enough. Um, I should have done my research before coming on. I should have... (laughs) Got Should myself a Hearts TV subscription, watched a couple under twenties matches. I'm sorry guys, I've let you down. Sorry. So I what we're saying is what we really what we really, really need if we want to be the best we can be is a midfield partnership as in that in June. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just two great names. Yeah. Right? That's that's all we really need in football. But um yeah, apparently he's good. Time for, time for Sean McCurdy to really step up as well. Um yeah, so we've, we've we've certainly got the options um, in attacking positions, but I, I mean on Saturday, what we're we gonna we're we gonna see McGee at, McGee left, at back? left back, I guess. I, yeah. would, I would imagine so. I can't I, I can't imagine Ustert's ready, and if he isn't, I absolutely don't want us trying to rush him back. No, I, mean, I think Nielsen not. would probably be more inclined to keep that defensive partnership together at the moment, anyway. Yeah, it's doing so I was, well. I was kind of thinking, especially with Patterson returning as well. Yeah, maybe Rossi left back, McGee centre half, but I don't know if he wants to break up those two in the yeah, middle, like you're saying. It, yeah. yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, Patterson's back, so that's a that's a boost. That's a bonus. Mm-hmm. That's nice, isn't he- it? Uh, yes, yes, it definitely is. Now I was just sort of, sort of concerned, but I think Rossi as a centre back with McGee as a as a left back is it's it's a stronger trade off. Like I think Rossi's a better left back than McGee's than McGee is. Yeah. But McGee's not as good a centre back as Rossi is. So he says Rossi's better. <laughs> well, Rossi is generally better, yeah. But yeah. like I'd rather have him in his natural position and and McGee just plugging away. Yeah. Than... And when he was forced to make the change during the game. Yesterday he um, he didn't break up that partnership. He moved McGee to the left rather than yeah. put him in his more natural position. So I think that's a good indicator as well. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And you know, potentially Liam Smith because he actually is a fullback. You never know. You might see him getting given the nod ahead of McGee. Even um, that's what I find really interesting that he moved McGee to the left and and Smith went on to the right when like Smith 
plays both sides. He does. Quite often. He, he can he can play both sides, but I think you know for your debut coming in at one 0 up away from home, play him in your most natural position so you can actually. <laughs> Maybe he was thinking they want to put him up against Rankin or they want to put him <laughs> up against Spittle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is. Uh, Who's, um, who's more likely to end his young career? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean that's that's not a possibility, but we'll we'll see what happens, I suppose. Yeah. Well, any other business about it? Are we? I mean, uh, we we kind of touched on it briefly earlier, but are we concerned that you know we're not seeing like better fitness from guys like Blavin and Payardo even with a two week break? I think it's concerning that there's so many players like that. I mean, if. You could handle one player, like like we said with Osman Sol, with his ability, and you, you maybe get 60 minutes, 70 minutes out of him every game. But to have so many that are constantly carrying knocks, I think is a little bit worrying, and I, I don't really know what the what the reason is. Yeah. I think the more concerning thing is that we're not scoring goals unless we're given penalties at the moment. Yeah. That's quite concerning. Yeah, I mean, we focus so much on the defence. I think we've almost forgotten how to <laughs> how to stick it in the back of the net at the other end. But, I, I, again, I think that will come. And you've got guys like Juanma and So, they are very, very good footballers. They're both natural strikers. I mean, some of Juanma's finishes this year have been brilliant. He just needs to get that sort of... The opportunities, the you know, even even if it's coming from the wide areas, or and one la- sorry, go ahead. I just want to say one last thing. And um, looking at the, I said this to Robert before we started. Um, the looking at the table, I was almost taken aback looking at the table after the game because after one round of fixtures, we're in a very strong position. You yeah. can't really argue with the amount of points we had. We just there's just been such a big contrast between the start we had and the few games after that that it kind of felt like I don't know it made it made the start to the season feel worse than it actually. Was I think? Yeah. I mean, so, we're, we're, so what you're saying is everything's fine. Stop worrying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just we trust got Robbie. <laughs> Aye, we've got this exactly. So that's more or less all we can say about the game. I think we said more than enough about a, a doty one nil. <laughs> yeah. Triumph. Yeah. <laughs> it was a triumph. Right? It was a triumph. Three yeah, points. Yeah. yeah. You got us back to third place. We say six six points off the top, four points off second after a full round of fixtures. Everything is fucking lovely. It is. Uh, we had a couple of emails, yeah. uh, actually, ages ago, but we had a couple of emails <laughs> um, from uh, Roddy Borthwick and Greg Patterson. Great both saying Nice. Great things. Great name there. Is that Roddy Borthwick? Roddy Borthwick, yeah. Great. Not related to... that more to conceal your identity. Not... <laughs> <laughs> I know. Not related to the guy. Not at all. Does he say how great the show is? <laughs> uh, he says he's a big fan. There you go. So that's good. Yep. Uh, Greg Patterson was very nice. He says he's down in Brighton and he gets his hearts fixed by uh, by listening to us. And he right. had a, a lot of nice words for uh, Jordan, who was on a few weeks ago. Does he? Yeah. Oh. yeah so that's good. Wonderful. Maybe we'll get Jordan back one time. Maybe. He's obviously more popular than that. Uh, so, so, so two nice emails. They also both wrote songs which were less nice. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Not getting sung. Speaking <laughs> of songs, yes. Who was the man of the match? Well, the man who had the most influence on the match. Well, the player that was the best man of the match. Well, <laughs> not the guy who's getting the songs. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, man of the match from you is you got Rossi, um, and if he'd stayed on for ninety minutes, probably Miguel Payardo. Hmm. Um, but I think because Payardo had a couple of songs last year. Rossi's already had his moment. Mm-hmm. Awful, awful songs that he got um, earlier on in the season. It's going to have to be his defensive partner, stand-in skipper for the day, the handsome, the wonderful selfie-taking machine that is Blasey Augustine. 
Good. Yeah. Good. I, li- I liked his performance. I liked his face. Yep. It was it was all great. I liked his armband. It was nice. It yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean he he was he was very solid. The odd the odd buckle swashed. Yeah, there was the odd time where he tried to do a little bit too much in the in the in the attacking areas, but uh, other than that, yeah, he was brilliant. I would agree that Rossi was probably our best player, but yeah, Augustine was excellent, especially after a few weeks ago uh, when he was horrendous against Aberdeen. He's definitely improved a lot since then. His upturn in form has been incredible, yeah. actually, because he was so bad when he got back from injury. Yeah, really bad. And it's I don't like calling players shite, but he was <laughs> shite for weeks, and then he just you know. It's Every almost moment. like being able to like move freely and not be uh, absolutely knackered after 15 minutes of running is really important. Yeah, yeah, but even just basic defending. <laughs> it's nice to see him doing that. And also, yeah, thinking that he's some sort of fucking Beckenbauer. Now <laughs> that not playing, I can, like, yeah, just... <laughs> I, I can be the nuts one for a few <laughs> weeks. Um, he, he definitely fancies himself as a baller, but um, I like him in defence. He's, he's good at that, so let's just keep him there. Cool. Well... Songs for Bajie. Yeah. Who's looking really eager? No one's meeting my eye. You're the you're the debut boy. Come yeah, on, I don't want to follow anybody either. So <laughs> I, I apologise for the um, the obscure song, but I, I was really struggling here. Okay. You pissed me off. Blase. Blase. When you were so shit against Aberdeen Blasey, blasey Pendulum has swung and now your body Blasey, blasey <laughs> But just calm down, you are no Ali Moss Turk Blasey, stay back Blasey, blasey <laughs> That's all I have. That's <laughs> <laughs> magnificent. Very well sung. Uh, what's the song? <laughs> it's uh, a song by Young Fathers. Ah, oh, right. Okay, that, that, that is a niche reference. <laughs> Good Edinburgh band, though, so we'll take it. Yeah. <coughs> yeah absolutely. Thanks. Good I was idiot. shitting myself for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How are you feeling, Robert? Do you want to...? I'll go. I'll go now. Okay. That's fine. <clears throat> Just need to find my range. Sure. Don't have a range. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Cause he's handsome and reckless Taking selfies in his car He could leave you breathless Sipping champagne at the bar If you said he'd be captain I'd tell you you're insane But we've got a blasé baby Blasé Augustine T-Swift then. That's one of my best efforts in fucking ages. I had no idea how to work Augustine into a song. <laughs> oh no, you can shoehorn it in man, it's <laughs> He carries the ball when maybe he should stay. He's sending it long up to Nicholson. He's got a big beard on his lovely face. He plays well with ego. His name is Boisje, his name is Boisje, all he wants to do is hit high bees. His name is Boisje, his name is Boisje, six foot two and he's pure sexy. <laughs> I like how you were ear drumming yeah. all the way through that. Incredible, that's actually not a bad week for songs. Yeah, well done to us. Yay. Yay. Two wins. 
Who wins? Robert was the only one who got Augustine into the song. I don't know if that counts for anything. I did discard an Augustine lyric because it wasn't as funny as his face being sexy. But, you know, you can only you can only judge what's on the pitch. So, Robert, Robert, well done. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Deserved that. So, uh, thank you for joining us, Craig. A very solid debut effort. Thank you for yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, very good stuff. What's uh, are we doing the Twitter things? Yeah, we do. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, Craig Karen 001. Hmm. Not well, making sure you can differentiate yourself from up to 999 other, <laughs> other Craigs. They're fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm still at, at RF Borswick. Oh good. Yeah. Um, are you still at Nickel Hay? Yeah, I haven't changed. No, good didn't, stuff. Didn't see the need. Good. Um, we are still as a collective at We Have No Cares. Do yeah. tweet us if you want to. Yeah, email us and try and try and get us to at least mention that you sent it in the song. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, Roddy and Greg. Yes, <laughs> I, uh, it's We Have No Cares at gmail.com. And uh, go to wehavenocares.tumblr.com to see every episode there with audio links, with YouTube links, with uh, a lovely picture of Craig Beatty at the top. It's it's everything you want. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great page. Go visit it. Throw um, away the rest of the internet. Absolutely, just get it to fuck. Um, and we'll be back on Saturday. Are you? Yeah, probably Saturday. I'm definitely going. Oh so well, yeah. We'll, we'll be back on Saturday with a Ross County episode. This is probably a conversation for off air, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back at the weekend. Yes, right, at some point. Thanks for listening. Yeah, Steve Crawford. Steve Crawford. Steve Crawford. Still don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm gonna knock you out. Mama said knock you out. Oh,